This podcast is brought to you by Anchor. Are you thinking about doing your own podcast, but you don't know how? Well, have you heard about Anchor? It's actually the platform that I'm hosting through this right now. And yes, it's free. Not only is it free, it's super easy to use. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. And you can even add any song from Spotify directly to your episodes. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and so much more. It's really that easy. And guess what? You can actually make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. That's a big deal. So it's really everything you need in one place to make an amazing podcast. All you have to do is download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. In pipe, four, three, two. <laughs> one hello everybody welcome to another episode of genius brain i am your host sir george it's a and i am your co-host david so today we also have another guest because this is him just recording through the second one <laughs> nick the motherfucking ear dumb nick's like almost Wait, no. like an official like he's been in like a fuck ton of episodes i now. know my last name is done not dumb dumb Oh, no, Nick, no, you're Nick saying the dumb it. guy? Dumb. It's N. It's two N's. M and B? <laughs> no, I don't think you're listening okay. to me. All right, I got it. Dumb. <laughs> Nick Dumb. Dumb. Dun, dun. Okay. It's dumb. Hey, right. What's done? Is that uh, Vietnamese? That's uh, Irish. Why are you Straight so up. Irish? Yeah, well, my explain dad, that, you I, fucking deceiver. Hey, man. <laughs> what so kind of Asian are you? Well, my dad immigrated here from Taiwan. They just Did heard he his name, and they were like, um, it's going to be done. So what's the original? It. I think it's supposed to be like tin or something like that. Mm. It could be anything. Apparently, I was fooled because when I when I uh, originally called him up to train me, I thought it was gonna be some fucking white guy or something. And then I saw this little Asian guy with big ass ears. He goes, "Hi, Nick Dunn." I was like, "Fucking deceiver, dude! You deceived me so bad." Another one. You, st- uh, you stereotype them like, "Oh, you can teach me shit." I was like, yeah. "What are you gonna fucking teach me? The the bow staff? You fucking you teach me?" <laughs> You have the little nunchucks, the little red thing on the spear, and just spin it around. It's like, I'm not here for wushu classes, sir. Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just internally racist. <laughs> Yo, well, we're gonna get. Well, actually, I'm gonna have to look a little bit of this up. But did you guys hear the shit? I guess you know. You know how a lot of athletics are getting into being a little more inclusive. So in terms of body type. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, because when we were growing up, when we all all the stuff that we saw when it came to sports and athletics or whatever that it was, it was only um, big black guy, big black guy, strong white guy, buff, 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 skinny, buff, skinny, buff, skinny. But for example, like when you go into Target now, when I went to Target not too long ago, maybe a couple of weeks ago, I, I saw, I guess the word would be plus size, like plus size mannequins. Right. And I never saw that shit growing up. But you see that everywhere now. And I'm not making a statement about it. I'm just saying, like, this is what David hates them. He he says they're gross. Oh yeah, that's exactly. You know what I hate? I I would hate shit like this when I, you know, I'm still a big guy now. But when I was bigger, I would see clothing (laughs) on a mannequin, and I'm like, that looks great. And then I put it on myself. I was like, this shit looks terrible. (laughs) It only looks good on a skinnier mannequin. But nowadays, people are being uh, pretty inclusive. But there was a lady who wrote this article uh, about. um, So Nike kind of had a campaign where they're being inclusive because they want to make more money yeah it's a, it's a, it's a marketing a, tool dude it's a marketing tool and it's a business tool and she kind of I, I believe she's a writer for the huffington post and she kind of just went on this tirade where she was saying how how stupid it is how nike is just basically promoting obesity 
and she she got a lot of flack for it. <clears throat> and I guess like what people are saying with that is that you know, how is that promoting obesity? They're just trying to add like diversity within their brand. I just see if Nike comes out with athletic shit for fat people, that just means that they're promoting them to lose weight. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's like, well, you don't think fat people want to look good while they fucking walk around the block or bike or whatever. Like they, you know, in athleisure too, it's just, it's just fashion now. Yeah, Yeah. it is. There's people that don't even work out that wear like tights and shorts and sneakers and whatever. Like that's me, dude. I don't even work out and I wear all that (laughs) shit. Yeah. It's, it's weird because, um, I don't know because you know what I, I find it very odd. It's number one, what the fuck is your deal? Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, why is it hey, that important to you? Who cares? Because you're promoting obesity. Well, actually, the funny thing is fat people are probably the ones who need the ath- athletic clothes the fucking most. Yeah. <laughs> we need it the most. Like, we, we're the ones trying to lose weight, you bitch. Maybe that's yeah. the number one reason that's stopping larger people from working out is they don't have athletic wear. Exactly. Well, yeah, because <laughs> when you're that's at the gym. the number one reason. Yeah. There's, there's a psychology behind it, too. Like, when you're at the gym. And you're yeah. wearing this raggedy ass T-shirt and some fucking nasty ass like gym clothes. Like mm-hmm. how b- back in the day, like that's what you wore, gym clothes, like literally yeah. old clothes. Right. And then you, you see other people now looking good. Mm-hmm. And now you don't want to go to the gym because yeah, you don't look so good. True. Right. That's so true. So then big people, I, I feel like they would want something so they look fresh. And also like. When you take care of yourself fashion wise, you start wanting to take care of your body too. Yeah. It yeah. Co- it goes hand in hand cuz why, it, why yeah. wouldn't you market that to that demographic? Man, make it for everyone. Yeah. That's and I don't know what's wrong with this fucker. People, like I don't why, know what's wrong? Why problems, why dude. the fuck are why the fuck is she saying like, "Oh my god, it promotes this." Like nobody's that's some weird shit, dude. People How can you say nights, it's, it's like, yeah, it's you're not, promoting It's not that. Huffington Post. It's Telegraph. It's a UK or British. Uh, yeah, I was like, they're, they're hella, that's they're, hella why, that, dude. they're all fucking sensitive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, it, so, I mean, let's just use some of the words that she used. She said that, um, so this is from, well, People, People Magazine, but they're kind of paraphrasing what she's saying. She goes, so representation matters, which is why celebrities like Jamila Jamil and Iskra Lawrence are speaking out in support of Nike after the sportswear company unveiled curvy mannequins at their London store. And a British writer from Telegraph wrote a body shaming column calling them immense and gargantu- gargantuan. <laughs> God damn, dude. Gargantuan? Damn. It's, it's not even gargantuan. This is what people look like. Yeah. as Dude. People look like this. She's especially like she, in America. She yeah. sounds like she has a problem with her own shit. Yeah. She probably has like uh, what do you call it? That body dysmorphia. Yeah, dysmorphia shit. Yeah. And um, man, that's such a twisted way to look at shit. Yeah, never have I ever walked by a fucking plus size mannequin and been like, "This is fat shaming. This is not okay." It's like, dude, this is this is what people look like. I think what this <laughs> asshole's doing is fat shaming. Yeah. yeah, she's like, "Oh, fat people shouldn't even have gym clothes." Well, her like, name is what. What the fuck? Her name is uh, Tanya Gold. So <laughs> on the people. So while most uh, celebrated the new mannequins, Tanya Gold, a columnist for the UK newspaper, The Telegraph wrote on Sunday that she fears the war on obesity is lost because the company is promoting larger sizes. And kind of what Nike wrote is to celebrate the diversity and inclusivity of sport. The space will not just celebrate local elite and grassroots athletes through visual content, but also show Nike plus size and para, para sport mannequins for the first time on a retail space. And that's what Nike wrote uh, in in their press release. And her response was, you know, the mannequins are gargantuan. 
<laughs> she is in every so when she was this is her describing the mannequins. She is in every measure obese and she is not readying herself for a run in her shiny Nike gear. She cannot run. She is more likely pre-diabetic and on her way to a hip replacement. Damn. Wow. That's fucked up. That's that's so that's well, what's the logic there? Like why why does that why is she going all the way? If I could tap into this bitch's mind. <laughs> Do it, Joe. Get him. I think what she's afraid of is people feeling like they did enough. Mm. So, like, let's say yeah. she's mm-hmm. a, what she's afraid of is like, okay, this person obviously, um, you know, it's like it's like she's afraid of ego fluffing. Like, yeah. oh, this mm-hmm. person wears these athletic clothes and they think they're fit when they're not, and it's like yeah. that. Dude, it's not even up to you. But I, I can tap into these kind of weird people only because of social media and how much comments we have to deal with. And over the years, I understand a lot of different mind states. Yeah. And this is coming from a self-righteous place, right? And a yeah, lot very of, self-righteous. Yep. Yeah, a lot of people, like, they just get outraged and angry about what other people are doing because they go, that's not how you're supposed to do it. I think yeah. it comes from that piece, that 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 yeah, kind of head. That's exactly what it yeah, sounds and, like. Yeah, and then, like, if it's, like, so there's only one way to look at the world for these people, and it's it's only their way. They can't see it any other um, option. And what, you know, I think in her her perspective, it's basically if you let these fat people be comfortable, they'll never want to change. Mm. That's what this bitch is probably so saying. So she wants to fat shame people more. I mean, she's, she's kind <laughs> of like alluding to the fact that she's saying – People in today's society are normalizing obesity as as if it's okay. And I think that she completely missed the point of this Nike campaign. I don't think Nike is saying or any other sports company or even any general clothing like Target is saying that it's it's completely healthy to be big. That's not their thing. And number one, on a business aspect, it's really not their thing either. They're being inclusive because number one – it sells because there are big people in this world. Yeah. And you, now they want to go to the gym. Yeah. 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 And on top of that, too, big people need fucking clothes, too. Yeah. So, you know, it just it's not I don't think it adversely promotes. It's not like secondhand smoke. It's yeah. not promoting obesity. And by the way, just like I said before, big people need athletic clothes yeah. as well. Yeah. What does she expect? Like big people to get bed sheets and wrap that around themselves and go to the gym? Like, <laughs> What are that's they going to wear? That's not dry fit. That's not yeah, dry I know. fit. Like, they need sports out. bras. They, yeah. Like, yeah. What if today they decide to change their lives and they want to walk around and then they're like, well, I don't have any athletic clothes. That, and yeah. I feel weird like because all I have are dresses or whatever, yeah. right? Like, like why should like Nike's actually promoting it because then they're creating a space. Where, let's get you started. I'm sure exactly. Nike, I'm sure Nike did their homework and they found that there's a market for that because I'm pretty sure there's been a lot of bigger people that have been wanting to work out or whatever the case may be. Yeah. And they may not feel comfortable. Like you said. Yeah. They, they want to have some clothes. They could train it. Hello, everybody. This podcast is brought to you by. Purple, my friends, that's P-U-R-P-L-E. Now, if I haven't mentioned this before, I'm going to say it again. I loves me my purple mattress. I woke up in pain from my stiff, stiff mattress because nobody told me about Purple. Nobody told me about the amazing technology that Purple has, that it can keep me cool, that it can be both firm and soft at the same time. And that's what a Purple mattress is, and that's why I love it. It. The Purple mattress will probably feel different than anything you've ever experienced because it uses this brand new material that was developed by an actual rocket scientist. It was not like the memory foam 
that I'm used to or even you're used to, my friends. The purple material feels very unique because it's both firm and soft at the same time, so it keeps everything supported while still feeling really comfortable. Plus, it's breathable. So it sleeps cool. Very important for me. I'm a sweaty, sweaty man. I need to sleep cool. 100 night risk-free trial. If you're not fully satisfied, you can return your mattress for a full refund backed by a 10-year warranty, free shipping and returns, free in-home setup and old mattress removal. Wow. You're going to love purple. And right now, my listeners will get a free purple pillow with the purchase of mattress. That's in addition to the great free gifts they're offering site-wide. Just text BRAIN to 84-888. The only way to get this free pillow is to text BRAIN to 84-888. That's B-R-A-I-N-2-8-4-888. That's 2 as in T-O-2-8-4-8-8. Message and data rates may apply. This podcast was brought to you by wireless earbuds from Raycon. Now, if you've never had any form of wireless earbuds, specifically these Raycon E50s, son, I'm going to tell you this right now, you're in for a treat. Number one, very easy to use, great battery life, and on top of that, they look really dope. Super cool. I love them. I use them all the time, specifically when I go on my walks and I'm working out or even beyond that, if I just want to listen to music in bed, because sometimes when you listen to music in bed and you wake up, all the wires are tangled. You don't need to mess with any of that with wireless earbuds. Raycon earbuds start at about half the price of any other premium wireless earbuds on the market and they sound amazing because you know these things get pricey but i'm telling you raycon is super affordable i love them to death raycon's e50 wireless earbuds have totally changed the game they're super comfortable and they're you know they're pretty much easy to take anywhere so raycon offers their wireless earbuds for everyone in a range of you know different fun colors and i guarantee you once again at an unbeatable price so go to buy raycon.com slash brain to get 20 percent off your order that's buy raycon.com slash brain for 20 percent off raycon wireless earbuds if you've been eyeing a pair now is the time to get an amazing deal one more time buy raycon.com slash brain and the ones that i love the most people are my raycon wireless e50 earbuds probably my favorite feature about these aside from the fact that they don't have wires is just how easy they are to use they're in this little case this little charging case and you want to use them you pop them out and they connect via bluetooth it's amazing i love it she kind of reminds me of the people who make fun of fat people at gyms yeah and who cares dude (laughs) who cares like if 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 nike wants to sell to a larger, like a bigger people audience, who cares? Yeah, like, like let them do crazy. it, dude. See, I never, see, I never <laughs> yeah. got what. I never understood people making fun oh. of fat people working out. Like, so, so, like sometimes there'll be fat people running around the block. There'll be people at the gym, and then like I always heard of this mysterious thing where pe- they, like they're afraid of getting made fun of, and I'm like, who makes fun of you? Like, who's that fucking low? Yeah, like I make fun of fat people just being normal people. Yeah, <laughs> when they're eating food and just being like normal, walking around. I mean, that's everyday people shit. But when I see them working out, I'm like, oh shit! I don't see a, a, this this fat joke anymore. What I see is somebody challenging themselves, and yeah. I got to give respect to that. Straight up, I, I understand too because when I when I was younger too, when I was bigger, I think I. You know, I don't think I, I was kind of self-conscious going to the gym. I mean, I did it anyways because I didn't, you know, yeah. in my mental way, I'm just like, I'm not going to be a little puss. Just go to the fucking gym. Mm-hmm. And it, I think it's because 
I don't know whether it's because societal pressure or whatever, but you sit there and you compare yourself to other people. Oh. And a lot of the times when you're bigger, num- number one, you know, when you're a very, very large person, there's a lot of mental stuff that kind of gets you there to that point. Definitely. You know, self-esteem issues, whatever yeah. happened, mm-hmm. your, con- your weird connection with food and just coping. And so to put yourself out there <clears throat> in public in a body that most people say is disgusting in a place like a gym, even though I, I call it the hospital for the people who need it the most, mm-hmm. it, it doesn't seem like that's the place where it is, right? Because yeah. even promotions for 24-hour fitness or whatever, it's these people who are super athletic. And so sometimes when people are, you know, going through their personal shit they look at this gym they don't think that it's a place for them yeah that's why a lot of these fitness programs they say do it in the comfort of your home and a lot of larger people i believe yeah. specifically even me prefer doing it at home well not now but when i was younger i was very much like that like i didn't mm. want to go to a gym because i didn't want to be judged and sometimes mm. too when we put up these weights and y- it's not as much as other people it yeah. makes you feel bad for some Definitely. fucking reason you're mm. always comparing yourself to somebody else we're, we're always cracking jokes all the trainers at the gym when bart comes in and lifts Everyone's like, dude, I was I was gonna squat today, but I saw a fucking bar <laughs> loading up like yeah. eight plates, That's and we're crazy. like, yeah, fuck that. But it's also like gyms should take note. Like this is what they should be marketing to. Yeah, yeah. no more of like, yeah, but you want to you want to relate to the people that mm-hmm. I mean, you want to you want you want the people that are gonna work out anyway. But how am yeah. I gonna get? That's what like Planet. I think Planet Fitness does. Yeah. The I think uh, Cruncher the 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 fitness gym that does like ten dollars a month. Like their whole thing is relating to people that are tired of like the quote unquote douchebag people in the gym. Oh, that's Planet and, Fitness. Planet Fitness, yeah. And like their their whole marketing brand is like catering to people that wouldn't normally have a gym membership. Yeah. And that's fucking genius because that's what you want. And at the end of the day, like I feel like for me too, when I before I started doing more like fitness and strength and conditioning stuff, I would always have like in my head while I was like fighting a lot, Damn. I'd always see all these dudes that are like buff as shit and whatever. And it would make me feel self-conscious in a weird way. But mm-hmm. I'd always be like, man, but they can't fight though, which is such like a bullshit thinking. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's very like harmful. But you, no matter who you are, you always play those mental gymnastics with yourself mm-hmm. where you could put someone else down where you feel self-conscious about. You know, and athletic clothing too, like I'm not sure how everybody else feels about it, <laughs> yeah. but when athletic clothing, when you wear some athletic shit, it makes you feel like you a feel, fucking athlete. You feel tight, Yo, dude. I'm telling you, like if you're if you're a big person and you want some, if you want to feel good in the gym, I yeah. feel like half of that battle is just also wanting to look good too. Yes. And if there's like this clothing that does that for you, there's a reason why people fuck with barbell. There's a reason why yeah. people fuck with Nike and yeah. Adidas. For some fucking reason, when you wear that Nike shirt, that Nike shorts, it makes you want to work out makes yeah. you about it's that like your fucking armor life. yep yeah it's like it's like it empowers you to fucking yeah. work yeah. out and shit because imagine too for somebody who's 400 pounds right they go into a nike store and they literally can't wear a single fucking clothing in that whole store yeah how how, how defeating would that be yep. right and if but if they had something on them and they go cool like this actually makes me want to go out and do something why the fuck not i think it's not only genius i think it's just yeah. dope it's yeah. a really good thing to do for somebody that's exactly what they should be doing yeah man it's it's crazy because i have such a different association i think one i'm very like much in my own world because yeah. i never size myself up with other people in the gym i've done that like when i'm doing anything of skill and competition mm-hmm. so it's like i'm sizing myself up with someone sparring or whatever yeah but i never had this feeling of um intimidation it's always been a playground 
because I'm there to play with my friends and check out girls. Yeah. yeah. So like, I'm, I'm like, Ooh, let's go to the gym. Like there's hot girls. And then yeah. like, maybe we could talk to them. And then it's like, Oh, let's go there and lift some stuff. So like, I never really had this negative association. So it, it was difficult for me to empathize and understand. Cause um, I remember I would invite people to barbell and then they're like, nah, I'm intimidated. And yeah. I'm like, why everyone there's nice. Yeah. And like, and then I would be like kind of hurt because I'm like, you don't want to go with me and play? Like, yeah. it's almost like I'm inviting them to Chuck E. Cheese and they don't want to come with <laughs> yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, why? Like, what are you afraid of? Like, people there are really fucking nice. Oh, for yeah. sure. When I, when I, uh, some, some of my friends from Sacramento, they want to come out and they, they want to work out. I'm like, well, we can go to Barbell, right? And you can come with me and then you could meet Bart. And you know, these are like close friends. Yeah. And they go, nah, man, it's going to be too crazy. I was like, it's a fucking gym. You work out however the fuck you want. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And I always have to yeah. tell people and remind them that Barbell is probably one of the nicest fucking gyms I've ever been to yeah. in my life. Yeah. More so than 24-hour fitness. Dude, 24-hour yeah. fitness have... They have a lot of douchebags that go there. Definitely. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. I don't like guys Those gyms peacocking. Are the worst, dude. <laughs> Those gyms are the fucking worst. Like when guys are peacocking. Yeah. Like I'm just like, man, like. Why are you putting on a show? Like, just get out of here. I want to work out. Like, yeah. stop hogging the machine. Dude, and- let me tell you this fucking story, man. I was I used to go to 24-hour out in uh, South Pasadena late at night. Um, there's just not a lot of people there. Uh, so this one fucking guy, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm not benching a lot. I just have like a 45 and a 25 on there. Oh. And, the, and the guy, as I'm benching and I put it down, the guy comes up and he just takes my 25-pound off oh, my fucking that waist. Dude, that happens so- all the time. Yeah. That's and, so fucking rude. And I dude. get up and I just fucking snatch it out of his hand. I'm like, the fuck are you doing, man? And he goes like, well, you set it down. I was like, does it look like I'm fucking done with this? You know, and obviously people are looking around like he's a fucking dumbass. And he's looking at me like I did something wrong. You know what I mean? And that's yeah. the type of environment, too, that I think people get intimidated at gyms because of people like that. Dude, what a fucking. That's a guy that's never been punched in the fucking exactly. head. Exactly. Yeah. And that's they just don't understand bullshit. gym etiquette. Yeah. That is the rudest. That is yeah. so rude. Like, there's no other plates there. Yeah. You know, and, oh, and by the way, if me. I was this jacked guy, he would have never done that yeah, either. Dude. So, it, so what was he? Huh? What was he's he? Like, <laughs> so, like, he, I'm like this. Different world, man. If I was this jacked human being and I didn't look like this goofy Asian guy, I guarantee you he would have never done that that's shit. That's the same fucking guy that was in the ikea parking lot yeah it's the same fucking guy dude you know and it's just oh. it's, it's kind of odd when i look at that situation and it does make sense why people get intimidated these, at guys, gyms. these guys are in a fucking bubble yeah. dude yeah and They're he had his little fucking, fucking beats by dre things on dude. he's living in his own world Which also is not that cool to work out with. <laughs> that must be so hard to work out with <laughs> yeah and in my mind too like the only thing i'm thinking about is you know you may be buffer than me but if i threw a 45 pound pound plate at your fucking teeth yeah. your muscles won't do shit you know right. and i'm just you know it's just enraging and i'm just sitting there just like what are you doing and obviously other people at the gym were dogging him too like what the fuck are you doing guy yeah so You're giving us a bad rap asshole <laughs> so uh. and i as a grown-up i told him <laughs> you should have dude I, yeah, I told one of the staff members about this jackets and they kicked him out that night because he dude, was I, what like, a fucking dickhead bro yeah. that is the rudest shit ever yeah did you hear about that the, there was a story that was like a long time ago but it was a kid was deadlifting and some dude, oh, yeah. he was strapped yeah. in, and this dude like shoved them. And you're like, oh, dude, yeah. you're a piece of shit. He was screaming. No, it was on video. There yeah. was a guy that was a kid that was deadlifted. My man was pulling some weight, and then too. he fucking hit him while he was deadlifting. Yeah. So while he was strapped in, yeah, he, he had straps. Oh, oh, he put his foot on it and he slammed it to oh, the floor. Dude. That's what it was. Yo, yeah. what a fucking prick, well, well, dude. I forgot. I think he was saying he was too loud or he was banging his yeah, place too loud. Dude, fuck off, bro. Yeah. That guy's never deadlifting his life. Probably he didn't even work at the gym. Yeah. He didn't even work. He wasn't even a staff Such member. A self-righteous, crazy, same guy. Because guy, in dude. his mind, he's fucking like, "Oh, this is gym etiquette." Yeah, but it's like, nah, dude. Sometimes when you're lifting heavy weight and you're throwing some weight around, 
plates are going to slam against the floor. I'm Cause, sorry. Because it's such an odd thing too. Even in my case, when that guy took the weight off, let's just say, for example, he thought that I was done with my set. You should have asked me. Yeah, dude. You could have came up to me. Hey, man, are you done? Like everybody else does in the gym. Yeah, hey, dude, there's, there are only two plates. <laughs> yeah. It's a 24-hour fitness. They'll have more plates elsewhere. Exactly. Figure and I out. guarantee you, he's the kind of guy that will sue you if you smack him oh, afterwards. Because like, that sure. was so unwarranted. Because yeah. he was trying to be a fucking asshole, dude. Yeah. Oh. Or he's just like trying to punk me or something or whatever. And mind you, too. It's like passive aggressive weirdness. It's yeah. such a bitch move. That's, that's it's like either shit. fucking kill me or don't do it at all. That's <laughs> yeah. my philosophy. And I'm pretty yeah, sure dude. like he that's so fucking I mean, oh. this is how I feel, too. I feel like he he took the plate and he assumed that I wasn't going to say anything. Yeah. You know, that's the other fucked up. Yeah, part. And it makes me feel really small. He thought he can get away with. That. Yeah. So, you know, when I got up and I snatched it out of his hand, I bet you was like, oh, shit. What, what's my next move? It's like, well, your next move is either you're going to fucking swing at me or or, or what's going to happen. Guess what? He's not or I'm going to tell on you. Yeah. Yeah. And, I guess, and I guess what I did. I fucking I told on him. I'm like, like an adult. Out. Like a fucking you're an adult. adult now, David. I know. I don't. Well, what's the point? You know, I'm not going to. He was kind of buff. So, like, but the other thing was it was causing a commotion because other people were giving him shit too. I was like, well, fuck. I called a staff member over and then I told him like, yo, this guy fucking just snatched the weight out of my barbell. Yeah. You know? And the guy got kicked out. But it's just the, uh, the concept that somebody could do that to you for no fucking. What was the reason? And I, I think that's what gets me frustrated, too. I can't figure out his logic. Like, why did you do that? I think it's more like he's in a tripping. bubble, dude. Mm, yeah. Ego tripping. I don't know. Like, this is what I always wonder, too. Do white people bully each other this way? Because no. every culture bullies each other in different ways. Mm-hmm. Right. Or do they feel like like, you know, like I think I think when it comes to bullying, they attack or treat people weird like they, they they bully those that they think they could have one over yeah and um i feel like man bullying happens in asian culture but not like that yeah no. it's very different right so it blindsides me like mm-hmm. what's going on here now mind you i ha- i have been punked at a 24 hour too it was the k-town one there's a there's a k-town one and you know there's some fucking precarious people in there sometimes uh, i don't know now but this is when i lived in k-town back in the day but the way the guy punked me was very thug like so i just respected his thugness i i was on a, a lat pull down machine and the guy was like yo that's my machine i was like damn straight it is yeah see that <laughs> that kind of bullying i understand because it's like some thug shit you know yeah. man you know fucking bolo young yeah fucking Chong Lee from uh, oh, yeah, Bloodsport. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he's a boy at the gym. Oh, but really? I respect it because he's a fucking he's yeah. a maniac. Like he'll come yeah. up and he doesn't even say, "Can I have?" You'll be working out mm-hmm. and he'll go, "Huh?" And I'm like, <laughs> "All right, I know what that means. <laughs> I'm like, gone. That's my shit." I respect. I honestly would respect that it's more not- than someone taking a fucking plate and off. Just of- walking it's off. It's passive aggressive. Yes. To me, it's yeah. like bitch shit. Yeah. If he came up and then he was like, "Get off. It's yep. my turn." I would have been like, "Yes, sir." <laughs> but if he does if he just pulls the weight off i'm like what am i supposed to do am i supposed to fight like yeah, i don't yeah. understand don't put me in this situation yeah like i don't understand this communication like like i don't know man it's weird it's just it's more very like, weird i feel like if we if we just boiled it down is if you're not about that life don't fucking act like don't. it right because that dude wasn't about that type of life the other guy that punked me said yeah. yo that's my machine <laughs> he's about that life yeah. I'm going to get up and move. And obviously, even the people around us knew, yo, that's his machine. Don't fucking touch that shit. Right? It's so. like it's like church bullying was worse than when I get bullied by white people. It's weird. Yeah. Like, I don't know what to do. Yeah. And then so I'm like, okay, well, how do they how do they deal with this and how do they battle it out? Because I'm so far removed from that culture. I want to understand because it's like a Jedi mind trick. It's yeah. like, what's going on? I feel I'm just fucking flabbergasted. Yeah. I'm yeah, like, dude. what the fuck? Like, it makes me. I, I, you guys got to find a new gym. 
Yeah, well, I don't go to that 24 hour anymore <laughs> at all. So it's, it's when, you know, also to you, you know, just to put it in perspective, I mean, I'm there at 1 a.m., 2 a.m. There's a lot of weirdos at that time. Yeah. So when you're with a bunch, the weirdo time, you're going to meet a lot of weird people. Like I had this other fucking, uh, so Khalif and I used to work at 24 hour, that 24 hour in the morning. And there was without fucking fail, this roided out beach body buff guy, right? With this big fake titted girlfriend and they would <laughs> scream and fight every morning <laughs> that's dope i kid you not you could even have, I'll, when i have khalif I'll, I'll have him tell the story because he could explain it better but it was to the point where they would do a workout and without fail khalif is like watch they're gonna fight again and they would do some shit like this i mean i'm not remembering it verbatim but it would be something on some shit like i told you to fucking do it this way why are you doing it that way i'm trying my best what the fucking yell at me then just fucking do it that way and then she starts crying and he will come up he go baby i'm so sorry i'm sorry <laughs> he starts kissing her. i'm like dude they Definitely have crazy sex or he beats her or some shit. That's how I train my clients. All my clients. <laughs> it was crazy though, but the staff never said keep it down or anything. I mean, I this was in the uh, morning, so it was pretty hectic uh, and busy. You know, but the guy would just scream at her and then she cries and he starts kissing her, apologizing. But it was the same what an uncomfortable that's, ass space. That's man. abuse. That that's, is abuse. That's, that's that is abuse. abuse. That's some abuse. That's abuse. So, you know, just to wrap it back, I can understand why people are intimidated at gyms. Yeah. Especially sure. commercial yeah. gyms. Yeah. That's true because barbell is like a it's like a community yeah. like everyone kind of knows each other. Yeah. yeah. And there's a lot of respect because people just go in and do their work. I, I used to even be so nervous when I was like in my when I first start, signed up for 24 in my like early 20s. When I was 18. I, How did you sign up? Uh, I signed I just went to the place and I signed up. Mm. And so when I this is before you could do it online and shit. So I, I signed up at the place and I went there and um, I just remember I even got nervous to ask somebody how many sets they have left. Like I couldn't even do, I would just sit oh. there and wait Because I was such a nervous little bitch Because I just felt uncomfortable in the gym And I didn't want to ask them Hey man how many sets do you have left I don't know why I can't even put into words The reasoning behind that nervousness I just know that in that space I felt very uncomfortable And it almost felt unwarranted For me to ask somebody To use the bench Yeah. yeah. So I would sit there And I would wait Instead of yeah. just you know And later on too After I got stronger Physically stronger Then for some reason I felt like You had more of a right yeah, I had more of a right. And I would yeah. just go, how many sets do you have left? And then it's like, you could watch me put this shit up, you know? This is this is why you hate lifting weights. <laughs> Probably, now dude. We're fucking figuring it out. I hate lifting I'm, weights. Every day I'm always telling this dude, you need to strength train. <laughs> He's like, I have these pains here, I have these pains here. I hate it, Nick. I hate it. Yeah, but you have to learn to love it. I'm not going to bully you, dude. No one at the gym that we're at, at Pasadena Strength You know the last time we weight trained? I cried. <laughs> no one's going to bully you, dude. Hey, do you guys want this weight? <laughs> we're like, hey, man, it's cool. Everyone's chill. I don't even have that many bad associations, so mm. I shouldn't be like dodging weightlifting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, like the first Joe's time. Joe's taking weights out of people's shit. <laughs> the first time. No, that actually happened to me, and it was from a lady. Cause she was in the zone with the music and shit, and then like you know that pull down weight, the machine. Mm. Oh, I yeah. felt one the being lighter, the, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, "What the fuck?" And I looked back, and then the lady had the weight in her hand, and she was walking away, and she's like fucking dancing, and she had music in her ears, and I was yeah. like, "This lady." So I had to tell her, like, "Excuse me, like you just took that from my machine." Yeah, and she's like, "Oh my god, I'm so sorry." Oh, yeah. And I'm like, "It's cool. You're just in the zone, like whatever." I took it back, and I'm like, "That bitch is crazy." Yeah, <laughs> some people, most people are just inconsiderate. And they don't know, like... They're just... She was just in the zone. Like, yeah. I don't know if she was on meth or whatever, but, you know? But like, in general, though, like, you know what you're doing, dude. Yeah. Like, I wish my guy was like that. He was just having the time of his fucking life. Yeah. But yeah, he yeah, took yeah. that fucking way, and I snatched him. I was like, what are you doing? He goes, what? You know, I'm like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's... Oh, you did that on dude, purpose. I, I yeah, started... You should have drop kicked him. Yeah. I started very unathletic. Like, yeah. I was, like, weighing a buck 20, like, 120 pounds. Yeah. Um, 
when I first started, like I was with my other buddy. He was hella skinny too. He was a DJ, and his other friend just got him in because he's he's got a pretty pretty good like body. Like he was like like into that fucking like I want to be an actor model kind of mm, guy, right? Mm, yeah. And then he's like, yeah, I'm starting to work out now. Come on. And then he got me this like free pass at 24 hour. And then I signed up and I remember my first bench press. I had my, my, my top that I can do was two 10 pounds at the end. That, that was it. I could, that Damn. was like my max. And I could mm. fucking press that like twice. That was me in high school. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, damn dude, I need to get strong. Yeah. And then I, I wasn't doing much. So it just. You know, it kind of came hand in hand because I wasn't eating much, doing much, a um, lot of drugs and shit. So I would mm-hmm. just work out, eat food, get bigger and bigger and bigger. And then, like, I started liking it because yeah. I started liking how this body felt actually being used. Uh-huh. And it was always fun because, like, this we go in groups, we work out, we have mm-hmm. dinner, we hang out. Sometimes we work out, take a nap, work out again. Like, yeah, that's all we did. You saw the value yeah. in it. Yeah, so I always had a positive like yeah. feeling about doing that with my friends. Yeah. Um, so I never had that much like weird interactions at the gym. Yeah. Yeah. And I did feel like I was the I was like you had you know how you had the the, the fat guy woes, right? Yeah. I felt the skinny guy woes. Like yeah. I was mm. really skinny. You and me both. Yeah, I was like chicken leg, fucking straight up no chest like i was skeleton with skin yeah and i i thought to myself that oh asians just can't get buff yep and mm. asians can't build muscle and we do have high metabolism like generally mm-hmm. but I'll disprove that theory right now yeah, yeah. <laughs> but statistically you, you, yeah. statistically you know like show we you do, my fucking childhood pictures. we do have <laughs> the opposite problem which is building muscle muscle mass and 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 everything um but also like we just didn't see an example of fit Asian guys. Yeah. So I think that's super important is to see that it's possible. So you know that like all you got to do is like work out and then you can get there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now it's not a question, but I grew up with the stereotype of, oh, Asians just can't get buff. Yeah. yeah. They're not like black people like yeah. or, or yeah. white people. It's like, but that's how, how stupid is that to think yeah. that? Like now it's like, duh, everybody could get ripped. It doesn't matter what race you are. Yeah. My mom used to tell me that when I was a kid. Asians can't get ripped? Well, like she would say. Why work out, Nick? Yeah. Why? She's like, you little bitch anyway. I know. <laughs> Mommy loves you. Yeah, yeah. When I would step out of the house and I wouldn't wear a sweater, she's like, why are you stepping? Like wear a sweater. You're going to catch a cold. You're not like white people or black people. They could do that, but you can't. They survived like, the plague. I was right. like, what? <laughs> Your mom's logic is so fucking hilarious. Yeah, but th- so but then funny. in my head, like growing up, like that became a part of like my narrative, like how mm. I saw the outside world. But like yeah. you said, going back to what you were saying about how people, can, anybody can build muscle, anyone can lose weight, whatever. It just takes like that first couple steps and that's yeah. the hardest part. Yep. You know, and it, you just need to stick with it because people want instant results. Like I get so many clients that, that are asking for, oh, I want to lose this weight in X amount of days. Yeah. And I have good to tell luck. them, I have to frame, I have to like frame the the process with them that it doesn't happen that quick. And I explain to them why it doesn't happen that way. And eventually they're like, oh, okay, because there's so much bullshit in the fitness world, which is probably another barrier why. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, if it don't. took you five years to become obese, what makes you think yeah. in, in, in one yeah. month you're going to wipe that all away? Mm-hmm. And most people don't want to hear the truth about it because they want – everything's about instantaneous results. Yeah. I mean everything that we have now is about instant results. Yeah. Fit tea. Even, even like, for example, Amazon shit, right? 
a majority of the stuff that I feel that people buy from Amazon specific. Well, let's just talk about me. Let's just not say majority of people. A lot of the stuff that I buy from Amazon, if I plan it out right, I don't need it the day after. Yep. So if I see that I'm low on Tide Pods and detergent, I, sh- I could probably order that six, seven days ahead. But we're so used to having instantaneous things. I like the fact that I could get my stuff the very next day yeah. when a lot of it has to do with planning. Yep. And we're just not used to that. We're very used to instant gratification. Yeah. Yep. Instagram is built that way. Twitter's built that way. I want that burger right now. Yeah. That's that's a lo- another reason why I found out that I was gaining so much weight because a lot of the food that I have, if you look look at it, I shouldn't have it whenever I want. It doesn't yep. make sense. You know, prior to everything being, you know, mass produced and stuff, if I wanted to eat something, let's just say I wanted to eat a fucking, I don't know, a a steak, even a steak, right? I would have to raise this cow. I would have to butcher it, split it up, and eat it, mm-hmm. right? But now we, we have it so accessible whenever we want. I could have ribeye four times a fucking day like it's nothing. Yeah. And just typically if you kind of put it within that framework, it kind of makes sense. It's like, oh, maybe I shouldn't eat a hamburger four times because if I had yeah. to create this burger from scratch, would I eat this hamburger four times? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Most likely when you're starving, you're going to cook something the simplest and the fastest way possible. Oatmeal. Yeah. yeah. Oatmeal. You'll get a veggie. You'll get a meat. You'll stir fry that shit or something That's cook it. it up and you're it's right in that's all we eat at the dunn house it's yeah. like because i'm gonna blanch some fucking kale like mm-hmm. we do at din tai fung by the way i saw you made that and i started making it too fucking delicious so right mm. so far but then and then it's like a steak maybe some sweet potato mash and that's it yeah. maybe a little bit of rice yeah. and that's it and i'm full for a really long time i don't need to eat anything else and you have good protein you have because good we also don't look at food like an energy source anymore now yeah. it's just more for entertainment it goes yeah. every meal that i need to have it needs to be different it can't be the same from yesterday's meal it has yeah. to be something fresh and i have and it's just that concept so growing up too i remember my mom would just make a big pot of soup and then we would have that maybe for three four days we'd have leftovers Isn't it crazy? <laughs> like yeah. our, our grandparents were starving and yeah. we're just we don't even know what that's like we're yeah. in abundance and humans pro- are amazing dude in a very short period of time we went from like Nothing to abundance. Yeah. And having an obesity epidemic, you know? Yeah. Well, in America, while, while <laughs> yeah. there's other places in the world that are, that's hungry as fuck. Definitely. It's crazy, man. I don't know. Um, it just blows my mind when I think about the whole world in general because we can get food to these places. We can, we can, we can literally solve world hunger right now. There's enough food that's being produced that everybody can eat. Mm-hmm. Like plentifully. <laughs> the hard part is the logistics. Mm-hmm. And there's no profit in that. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. It just, people don't care. <laughs> exactly. That's it's just fucked up. But I mean, going back to the whole fitness thing, right? I know, like when you did uh, Funny Fat Fit, you yeah. motivated a lot of people just by you challenging yourself. Yeah. But there's also a lot of shit out there that make people feel like shit. Yeah. Because you'll see these guys that are like, "I lost weight in two months," and then they all of a sudden got a six pack. Motherfucker, you took steroids straight <laughs> up. Bro. You took steroids. Oh you fucking starved yourself. You you sat in the gym for four hours a day, and you're already an influencer, so you have all this fucking money. But people are working like regular jobs, and yeah. and if they're like full time students or whatever, they don't really have the same time. As this influencer who's like kind of chub or whatever, and all of a sudden they got a six pack, and yep. it's like, no, you can do it too. Take and my no, fucking program. And nobody's talking about that much. No, and, dude, and that's I, the most fucked up shit. A I lot think. of these programs that are out there that are being sold, they're all based on people that have steroids in their system already. Yeah. And it, yeah, this sh- a lot of this the programs that are out there. They have so much frequency, so much volume that a normal person will not have the time to do it. It's a program that you're supposed to take with steroids. Exactly. Like that is, that's a prerequisite. 
And that message isn't being shared enough. Yep. Like a lot of too. your favorite like Instagram people that yep. are mm-hmm. that are like making so much money off of this shit. Yep. And they're putting out just bad programming everywhere you see. And there's enough good people And it makes people, people feel there. like shit because they're like, man, I followed this program to the T yeah. and they fucking got a six pack in two months, but it's taken me one year. I yeah. fucking suck. Yeah. They, they're yeah. not following the right people that are giving this the right message that's 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 necessary. My, my favorite thing that I think I started implementing was putting it within the framework that works for me. Yeah. Right? So people still don't understand what I mean by Walking every day, right? Oh, That's something that everybody can do and you can make time for it. That's it's a good why, start. And, and yeah. can I also say about the walking is that that is like designed for bodybuilders at the highest level. Mm-hmm. Like taking 10 minute walks is so important for like athletes across the board, people mm-hmm. trying to build muscle, trying to lose weight. That is something that is necessary. Like yeah. to get lean Every like all the top strength coaches, fitness experts that are actually Damn. legit, they recommend that for everybody. Just because walking ten minutes every day, that, dude. That's, that's it. it. That's that, uh, that helps on top of obviously your physical activity yeah. and your eating clean and all those things. But like that is so important for people to do that nobody kind of understands that. You're right because we walk a fuck ton in Japan. Yeah, mm-hmm. and there's so much food yeah but there's no there's you don't see obesity there yeah and i actually ate more out there than i did here but i walked for like five ten hours every fucking day yeah and i actually lost weight exactly because here's it's the thing crazy it, people don't talk about this enough unless you're listening to the right fitness people but like for you how were you able to lose all that weight was i'm sure those walks for you guys were like very therapeutic yeah Right. It was a time for you to kind of unwind mm-hmm. where you can get out of the sympathetic nervous system state where you're just always stress, 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 yeah. stress, stress, and you're able to kind of unwind and bring yourself down. There's no way you're going to be able to lose weight in an efficient way if you're always in the sympathetic, this stressed out mm. state. Oh, yeah. You know, so you need that. That's why, like, people, I have a couple clients that are having trouble losing some weight, and I'm like, how's your sleep? And they're like, uh, it's shit. Yeah. Well, you're not going to lose weight. I'm sorry. Like, you need to you need to get that down. You need to implement some sort of practice where you can kind of bring yourself down in this state where you're unstressed, you're not taking anything, any, like, too much stimulus, and you're you can able to relax because that will help you build muscle, lose weight. And that's for everybody. People have the to board. wrap their head around this too. It's just, you know, being motivated momentarily is the easiest part. It's yeah, just how definitely. are you going to do that for the rest of your life? Mm-hmm. So when when you implement a lot of the stuff that you're going to do, like I I floated now from like 215 to like 205, right? That's that's where I generally stay, depending if I do like a send foods binge and then I gain mm-hmm. weight because of all the food that I'm eating. But I, you know, it, it's not hard for me to manage. And Mariel and I were having a conversation the other day where I kind of told her, where I think we probably even talked about on the podcast where people think that your your body is very fucking intelligent. Yeah. The fact that the human being, the human body can even balloon up to 900 pounds and still survive, mm-hmm. right? And then you can go down to even people who suffer from you know anorexia. Yeah. They have like zero nutrients in their body and they still survive. The human body is fucking amazing. Mm-hmm. So I think it's very adaptive. It is smart. It knows what it wants. Exactly. It fucking knows what it wants. Like after I do want to on a send foods binge, when I come back, I'm not sitting here thinking to myself, I want to eat a burger. I want yeah. pasta because I just had all that stuff. I I sit home and for some reason I crave raw vegetables. I crave all this Mm -hmm. other stuff and my appetite shrinks down because I just don't need it. The body's adaptive, dude. So whatever stress you put on the body, the body will adapt Mm. no matter what. So you people have to think about that when they're trying to do their weight loss or their fitness and especially just eating right in general. 
you know, it's just it's the whole thing of too. Just it's all these like meme sayings too. Like trust the process and yeah. you know, kind of enjoy what you're doing every day. It's the and, journey. You know, yeah. my friends. One of my friends, he's he's struggling with his weight, and I told him about the walking thing. He goes, Nah, I can't do that. But I'm telling him, I'm like, Bro, you're 300 something pounds. You're gonna you're, have to, dude. And you're, Sorry. And you're, and you're fucking running on a track. I was like, What happened, dude? He goes, I blew out my knee. Of oh, course you did. Yeah. Yeah, of yeah. course you blew yeah. out your fucking knee, That's dude. Too much weight on the knee. Yeah, and I was like, You you weren't. You gotta walk before you run, man. Most people can't run dude yeah. most people can't run right if yeah. you're not if you don't have like a if you never had like a formal running coach like apparently there's there's like a st- uh, there's a, a statistic of saying that like where every time you run every step you take that's seven times your body weight coming down yeah i agree step. i have no kneecaps because yeah, of it exactly and we're not running because of our shoes fucked us yeah. fucked us over and like the, we're not running correctly like exactly we're not supposed to have shoes no. running we're technique, supposed to be running barefoot you should have your running technique analyzed if you could do yeah. that and and that then you could start maybe running but yeah. dude there's for for bigger clients like you need to have something like yeah, and, a rower and, and by or the a way bike for this guy too and bro, I know you're listening to this fucking shit guy. I, I told you this last time and you blew out your fucking knee. And number one, you never played any sports with us ever growing up. Yeah. So what the fuck were you thinking? Right. Mm-hmm. And I, and for him, he goes, nah, that's too boring for me. Well, that's your problem because you always want instant results. I'm, I, and I've told him multiple times now, I'm not beating it over his fucking head, but he's just a very, very stubborn guy and he wants to do things the way he does it. Mm-hmm. And it just never works out. And you know the shit, it doesn't work out. We just talked <laughs> about this last week where I keep telling him, it's, it's the process that you have to trust, yeah. right? And what you do is you get this little bit of success and you go, God, I, I got it down. Figured it out. Yeah. Positive motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. And then, you know, when, then when he reaches a little bit of adversity in his weight loss thing, he goes, I'm done. What's the whole point? Yeah. And the reason why is because, number one, you yeah, didn't trust the process. And you, you, you just want instantaneous results. Mm-hmm. When I was first doing those walks that first month, I lost maybe a pound. And I was yeah. walking like three, four miles a fucking day. And I just had to say, Cool. That's one pound that I didn't have before. I'll, I'll take it. Mm-hmm. The next month, I don't know what happened. Maybe it, it, wait, a pound in three, four days? No, I lost a pound in a month. Oh, I was like, that's insane. Yeah. I lost one, maybe one or two pounds, and it was obviously because I just said I'm not going to worry about the food part yet. I'll work mm-hmm. on that on the second phase. So one with, at a time. Yeah. yeah. So in the first month, when I was doing the walks, I lost maybe one or two pounds or something like that. It was very nominal. I can't remember what the yeah. number is, but it wasn't above two pounds. And within that month, though, I was reading about diets, what food does to you, and then I started implementing the diet part on the second month. And then while I was doing these walks, the walks increased in length, time. They almost got addictive. And mm-hmm. then on top of that, I started eating a little bit better. And then the second month, 15 pounds disappeared. I wasn't yeah. starving myself. Mm-hmm. I just made these minor changes. But yeah. you set yourself up. But yeah. I always say mm-hmm. that, you know, people have to be mentally prepared yeah. before they do the thing. The easiest part is actually doing the thing. But what what happens when you feel adversity, when you're when you feel discomfort? That's the that's the real habit building part. Right? Yeah, like yeah, what, yeah. What do you do? How do you react to that? Yeah. And a lot of people don't want to deal with it because it's hard. Like yeah. just it's not because they're weak. It's just they haven't built the habits yet to overcome it. Yeah. And I think the biggest thing is they haven't been rewarded yet. Yeah. So yeah. like they they can't trust the process because Every time they're in the middle of the process, they give up. So they haven't went through the process yeah. ever. So they don't know what it's like on the other side. Yeah. Once you've done it, once, like once you've lost weight once, you know you can do it. 
Now yeah. it's all about getting in the gym and yeah. sticking to your routine. Having that discipline. I think yeah. for, for my friend too, and mind you, like I said, I've had this conversation with before. And I'm being harsh on him because we've been friends for fucking years, but I would never say this is somebody I didn't know. But um, we talked about his issues with uh, personal responsibility. Yeah, There's always a reason for something. And this is not just something that's representative of how he eats food. Um, it's how he's been behaving throughout life. Every time something bad happened to him, it was, oh, it was because of this. It was mm-hmm. never because I, I fucked up. Yeah. yeah it was I my made fault. the choice, you know? So for him too, he goes, yep. You know, nobody wants, I, I'm just going to stay fat. I hurt my knee. I was, and I told him, well, it's you, a sign. Yeah, say that, yeah. You need to take the responsibility that you're 300 and something pounds and you decide to try to run a fucking mile. Mm-hmm. Right. On concrete. Yeah. Well, David Goggins did it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. David Goggins is a maniac and he also has no kneecaps. And he's a Navy SEAL. So. Yeah. So that's a very unique person because yeah. even when I when I took the David Goggins advice, I took 1% of what he said. Exactly. I knew I wasn't going to do what he did. You have to scale it. Yeah. You have to scale certain things. You have to, and it, it's really important. That's that's the whole thing about like the fitness industry going back to the, the top. You hear everyone's like, oh, you want to lose weight? Bunch of cardio. That's going to be great. So yeah. what does this person do? Oh, I got to run. Everyone, if you want to lose weight, you just got to run. Yeah. You know, and it, that's that's not how it's supposed to be. You have to scale it to you. But it's not necessarily his fault just because he didn't know that that's yeah, the thing and, too. You know, but uh, it's 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 a product of, you know, misinformation. Same same advice too. And I think he's working with it now. And, you know, he's he's going to start trying these walks out. And I have to check up on him every, every now yeah. and then to give him like words of affirmation and help him out. At the end of the day, just make it fun. Yeah, I make think it fun you, for you. It's it, it shouldn't ever be like, and that's oh, like a chore. I got to mm-hmm. clean my room. You know, it, it's, it should be more like, oh, yeah, I get to have fun today. And like the, the, the gratitude part is very important. Yeah. That's another reason why people are, it's another barrier for the fitness industry. Yeah. You know, to get into fitness or into working out, it's things like that. I do something, I'm trying, I'm ready to do it. I do it. And then you blow your knee out. You injure yourself. Yeah. You know? It's too much motivation. Yeah. Because you're just trying to, oh, and then, and then it's kind of a high. Like when you're first getting a mm-hmm. runner's high or whatever, you feel powerful. You're like lifting, you feel great. And then you just want to keep going and going and going. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you got to know your limits. Yeah. I think we all been there, right? Definitely. Like, it's, it's all about the we've balance. All, we've it's, all yeah. overdone it before. You know, it's the right framework because when I would try to weight train with Bart, you know, he would always tell me, stop going so fucking ham. But I would, I would fucking go ham. Like, fuck you, Bart. You know? I'm going to squat as and much as And the next day, I would be sore for three months. Yeah. And <laughs> you, traumatize, you traumatize yourself. I traumatize myself. Yeah. yeah. So I guess what? You don't strength train. <laughs> anymore. Strength train, But anyways, dude. what are what are some wrapping up thoughts that we can do? Oh, yeah. Oh, shit. Damn, that was crazy. Um, Yeah, I mean, just to go back to it, and the reason why we bring up all this stuff, too, and, you know, I'm talking about my buddy now, which, by the way, good job, man. You're going at it. Um, this is why that fitness stuff makes sense for for a bigger crowd. Yeah. These are the people that are going through it every day. He's going through it. I went through it. And why not allow them to wear stuff or create products for them to feel good about themselves? That's the yeah. first step anyways. That's not I'm what, I'm I'm thankful for Nike to do it yeah. for doing this because I think it's gonna help people feel like included. And for me, at least I feel like everybody should go to the gym. Yeah. Old, young, everyone. Everybody needs it's to so train. It's so great for mental health and just yeah. Yeah. everything. Everybody. Yeah. There's no reason for no one to train. Yeah, yeah. And I want everyone to have a nice ass. Yeah. <laughs> Joe's got a great one. Yep, well, thank you. Well, guys, well, shout out to my homie. I know I'm giving you a little shit, but very proud of you, dude. 
Keep going at it. I love you very much. I only give you shit because that's the way you communicate and that's how you process information, you son of a bitch. <laughs> Stubborn mules. Yeah. I know those types. He likes it, so I'm going to give it to him that way. Anyways, guys, that wraps up this episode of the Genius Brain Podcast. Uh, thank you guys for joining in. You can find us on every single audio platform. Make sure that you share all this shit with all your friends and then uh, on top of that, uh, give us that five star on iTunes. Uh, Nick, where can they find you again? You can find me at nicktheear.com, nicktheear on Instagram and Nick the ear on YouTube. He is certified in everything. What's that? CS. CS Go train CS. with Nick. CSCS, CS, baby. Come yeah. get your strength conditioning on. Come, come yeah. work out. Toodaloo, mother asses. Peace. <laughs> mother asses. <laughs>